Happy Thursday morning and welcome back to another episode of the Dixon Sports Report. I'm your host Justin Spurlock and I'm very happy that you've decided to tune in with us for a second week. Last week we had the bowlers from Dixon County High School come on and talk about their success in the state tournament today. We're going to talk a little basketball. We've got the coaching staff from Burns Middle School for the boys' basketball team. They'll be here with me. Caleb Baker, Kyle Schreiber, those are the guys who uh, who lead the, lead the young men over at Burns, and we're going to talk to them uh, today. I'm really excited about that. But before we get to our guests, we do want to let you uh, know about some score updates. We want to keep you up to date with your local sports here in this area. There's been a lot of basketball played in the last uh, few days, the past week, because of the snow that hit us in the middle of February. Um, a lot of games had to be rescheduled, and you've got to get those in before the end of the season. So now we're down to the last couple of weeks, and we've seen a lot of games uh, that have been played. So let me kind of go back over those with you. All right, we've got to go all the way back to Friday night. Uh, to catch you up on all the scores that we've missed since the last episode. Friday night, both high schools were in action. Um, we had uh, Creekwood playing against Fairview. Uh, they traveled over to Fairview, and it looks like uh, the girls won by a score of 57-36. to 36. And then after that, the boys played, and uh, they uh, lost by a score of 70-65. to 65. Now, that same evening on Friday night, the Cougars were also in action. And uh, the girls and boys traveled to Henry County. That's a big rivalry uh, in these parts. And it's uh, the second time that these two schools have met up this season. Uh, The girls lost by a score of 46-34. to So Henry County got the victory there. And then the boys also fell to Henry County. um, And the score on that one was 58-50. to Those games took place on Friday night. And then Saturday, uh, Dixon County had another uh, pair of games. Uh, So they had games on back-to-back nights. Uh, And Saturday was coming home. Uh, And over at Dixon County High School, that is the basketball version of homecoming. And so um, it was a great night. Uh, There were representatives from each of the classes that made up the uh, coming home court. And uh, they they came. They were dressed up. It was really nice uh, to see. It was a great evening that we had over there. And uh, there was some basketball as well. The girls played uh, against Kenwood and uh, defeated Kenwood, the Knights, over from Kenwood, which is in Clarksville, by a score of 50-37. to And then on the boys' side, it was a really close game. Came right down to the wire. Unfortunately, uh, our Cougars were defeated by the Kenwood Knights on Saturday night uh, by one point. It was a 53 to 52. And then on Monday night, Creekwood was back in action. Uh, just a few nights ago, Creekwood took on Sycamore. This time, they traveled to Sycamore. Uh, let's see. The girls lost this game. Uh, by a score of 45 to 42, and I believe that they had defeated Sycamore in that first matchup, which I, I got a chance to go see. And then uh, the boys defeated Sycamore by a score of 62 to 27. So a big win for the Red Hawks on Monday night. And then, and then on Tuesday night we had more games. Dixon County traveled to Kenwood, where the girls uh, defeated. The Kenwood Knights by a score of 49 to 38, and then uh, the boys got the victory this time by a score of 54 to 41. And then Creekwood was in action again on Tuesday night. Creekwood seems like they're playing every night, trying to get those games in. Um, 
they played against Stewart County, and the girls won by a score of 54 to 27, and the boys won by a score of 62 to 38. There's a lot of games in there, but as I mentioned before, it's because of the snow things got pushed back. So we're trying to get those uh, games in before the end of the season. Uh, playoffs are right around the corner, so we really look forward to seeing how the teams over at Dixon County High School and uh, Creekwood, how they do this season as they advance into the tournaments. All right, and uh, let's go ahead. It's time now that we talk to our guest. I'm joined today by uh, coaching staff over at Burns Middle School. Um, fellas, how are we doing today? Good. Doing good. How about you? Doing very good. Caleb, Kyle, appreciate y'all coming in. Um, you know, basketball is kind of over now, at least at the middle school level. And at high school, I guess, we were just talking about it before the show here. It's uh, coming right around the corner before we get to our uh, senior nights in high school. And before you know it, it's be March Madness. So um, appreciate y'all coming in here with us uh, this uh, this morning and uh, talking to us a little bit about your season. Um, if you don't mind, let's start off. I would like to ask both of you a little bit about yourselves, um, kind of where you grew up. We'll start there. Uh, Caleb? Sure. Yeah, grew up in White Bluff. Um Went and played basketball there at William James, played three sports there, and ended up transferring to Harpeth for my high school career and um, played um, college basketball at a Piedmont College in northeast Georgia and just have been, obviously, that's the sport I've loved the most, so uh, fortunate to have done that, and uh, really it's what's probably made me who I am today, so love it. Absolutely. Um, Kyle, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, you yep. know, you've been around here for a while. Long time. So, born and raised in Dixon County. Went to Dixon Junior High. Um, went to Dixon County High School for two years. Then transferred over uh, and finished up high school at, at Creekwood in 04. Uh, went to Bethel University and played basketball there for a couple of years. Uh, transferred over to UT Martin. Finished up. Got my degree. Um, came back here. And... Moved to Georgia for a couple of years with work and then have been back in, in Dixon now uh, about seven years. Um, basketball for me is just one of those things. Uh, it's given me so much in life and I, I you know, I love it. I've, I've loved everywhere it's taken me. Um, and it's just, you get it in your blood and you, you, yeah. there's not much you can, much else you can do. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back here on the Dixon Sports Report. Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. And we're back here on the Dixon Sports Report. 
Um, so you guys both had you know successful careers as young guys uh, playing basketball, junior high, high school, went to college. Talk to me a little bit about um, you know playing college basketball and then going into the real world and then becoming a coach. How do you make that transition? Well, for me, um, when I moved back when I moved back home, um, got married, still hadn't coached, and a position opened up at William James. Um, I've been out of school maybe three years, four years, and I was like, why not? I was from White Bluff. It was cool. Living in Nashville at the time. Got back into town and and realized how much I really enjoyed coaching. Um, I mean, when you're playing, playing is totally different than coaching, obviously. you got to treat it totally different. It's, it's, not, it's nowhere near the same. Um, so early on, it took me a while to figure out, hey, I, I'm not – I can't do it for them. I can show them. Uh, but at White Bluff, we were successful. White Bluff won, won two um, sectional championships there. Um, and then I went to Creekwood for a little bit and helped Charles for about a year and a half and then kind of got had a, had a uh, another child and we ended up um, kind of taking it, taking, taking it back a little bit. Um, but it, it's, it's something that you don't – realize how much you love you love the game you play the game you grew up playing the game every day practicing but when you when you're able to help other kids be successful um you just get this itch like you you know you just get this feeling like it, it's it's nothing like playing it's there's no uh, we've had we've won championships and playing in college we're successful in college but that seeing those kids and you helping those kids um do that or win championships or win big games or become successful and it, it's it's just there's nothing like it at all it's insane absolutely kyle what about you how how did you go from you know playing college basketball to wanting to become a coach what kind of drove you to it honestly for me i was getting too old to play because <laughs> i'd play and then i'd be down for four or five days and couldn't move and uh coaching allowed me to keep the competitive juices flowing um i got into it coaching uh one of my nephews who's a sophomore at the high school gavin franklin started coaching him and um some other some other kids when they were in like the third grade and they stuck together um all you know up until they got to the middle school and then some went to dixon some went to burns uh but for me coaching was selfishly about um you know a way to stay in the game and, and keep the competitive juices flowing. Uh, but as, as I got into it, I realized for me, it was, it was more about, you know, showing these kids, um, and introducing them to a game that has given me basically everything that I've got in my life. It's taught me, you know, I learned how to work hard. I learned, you know, what friendships and relationships are about and, you know, stuff like that is important. And, mm -hmm. you know, that was an opportunity for me to give back and show them something in the game, uh, you know, that's given me so much. Absolutely. I, I remember when I first started coaching, and I think my motivation to, to get involved in coaching was because I missed the competitiveness. Mm -hmm. But I think after a while, it, it kind of became more than that, and it was more of like, okay, now I'm passing off these lessons, and now I'm really mentoring kids. And I think at first it was about the competitiveness, but now at this point, I think what I enjoy the most is 
I love competition, but I really love being there for those young guys and, and watching them succeed and things like that. So um, tell me how you guys got to Burns. Uh, you both obviously were coaching basketball at some other places. Um, I think for years, those of us who are from around here were waiting on this Burns school to be built. I know for years, I'd drive down 96 and I would see that sign that said, Future Home of Burns Middle School. And so we all knew it was coming eventually. And then when it finally comes, um, obviously they need some basketball coaches to start the program. You guys ended up there. Uh, Caleb, we'll start with you. I mean, yeah. how, how did you uh, become interested in Burns? Well, I, A, moved back to Burns. It was really close to the school. Um, and I still – I had been out of coaching for a couple of years, but I still had that itch. Um, I was at a better time in our life. Had kids were growing up a little bit. So it was really just a good opportunity for us to be able to – I say us because obviously our wives play a large role in this as well. But – um, it was an opportunity for me to try to keep back into the game. Um, it was close. Um, obviously, don't work as a teacher, so it was easier for me to come home from work and go to the gym and not, you know, driving elsewhere. But um, you know, it was really just. I mean, I, I had people when it, once it opened up, I had people reach out. Hey, you should, you know, you should put your name in, and I kind of brought that, like we talked earlier, the fire back. And you're like, you know what? That would be pretty cool to start a, to start a new program from the ground up, um, which. You know, luckily, I was fortunate to get the interview and able to get hired. But um, so that's that's really the how I got back into it was this position and, and it being um, being right there, local. My, I knew my kids were going to go potentially go there, uh, so it'd be kind of cool to see. You know, my daughter's a cheerleader and um, son's coming up, plays sports. So just that, like, you know, just thinking like in the future, like how could this look if you know took or tried to get that position. So. Um, luckily, was fortunate to get it, and here we are today. <laughs> well, and that kind of brings back up something else that I was I was kind of curious about. But I saw I was I go to a lot of the games. I really yeah. enjoy watching your team. Yeah, thank um, you. And uh, you know, my son, he's in sixth grade there at Burns, so uh, he's always wanting to go see his buddies and stuff. And I noticed before the game that a little cheerleader <laughs> ran up to you, and y'all did some kind of handshake yeah. or something. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, is that his daughter? I guess I guess it was. But yeah. it's cool to see. You know her being there and being kind absolutely. of a part of it, and uh, it's like the whole—it's like a whole family thing. Yeah, absolutely, it is, and that's something that we—we, we, she wanted to do something. Of course, I would too, and we've—I don't think we missed a game. I mean, I remember one game was right before it was pretty intense. We started talking. She's like, "Dad, what? What's what? Let's go. We got to do this." So we did it for twenty-four or five games, I guess. So <laughs> that's fun, and, and it—you know, like you said—it it makes it a little more easier to, you know, to get there when you all the family comes and. And her, I mean, she loves it. So, and she's yeah. been around the game for a while too. Yeah. So she was, um, she when I was at White Bluff, she was a little baby. So she's kind of been in the gym for a long time. So well, that, that's cool. Great. And and I'm sure you know this, uh, just like any other coach. But you know, it takes a lot of time away from the family. So if you yeah. could somehow get them involved, I really think that is definitely a positive thing. Absolutely. Kyle, how did how did Caleb here convince you to come over to Burns? Because I know you've been around and you've helped with a lot of different programs around here. But you ended up with him. How did that happen? I'm not sure. <laughs> I just I just finished up um, a year at William James. Uh, Robbie Walker and I uh, were there together for one year, and I just finished up. And I'd gotten a call for. I knew Caleb and I knew of each other. We right. didn't didn't really know each other. Um, but he had called me randomly and was just like, "Hey." Um, do you want to come to Burns and help me? And I was like, hey, no, I don't. That was his, that was his exact words. Yeah. And uh, he was like, well, let's let's get together and let's talk about it. And 
we did and i get you know the rest is history so but yeah i don't i don't know how i got talked into it <laughs> <laughs> you guys have become a pretty good team um yeah. you know you yeah. guys have seen some success over the past couple of years i know yeah. um well, I'll let you talk about you know sure. the titles and stuff that you won, but I saw you guys holding up the fours the other day, and my understanding is that you guys have won uh, you know four years in a row with that conference tournament. So just talk yeah. to me a little bit about uh, you know the success over the years, and then we can talk a little bit about this season specifically. But I sure. mean, there must have been a lot of issues and a lot of things to overcome when you're starting a brand new program, and you, it must have evolved over time. Yeah. So, well, the the first problem we had was we didn't have a gym. Yeah. Um, so we started. We had tryouts. This is all happening like just extremely quick. Um, and that first season was tough. I mean, we there's a lot of unknowns. Um, the kids didn't know us. We couldn't really build a relationship because it was so quick. Um, but we went to summer camp in t-shirts. We didn't have jerseys. Uh, we had t-shirts made over across the street at Goalpost, and it just said Burns and no numbers or anything. And uh, we just, I mean, feet first. We just went right in. Um, so that it wasn't easy, um, and we saw we saw some success that first year. I think we went thirteen and ten, so mm-hmm. with a winning record, had a had a good chance of beating a good team to keep going in the tournament, but but lost that one. But it, it was a good stepping stone year. Um, I think it, it when we started this. Um, when I say we is because we've the I brought him on, wanted to bring him on because I knew a he had such a good relationship with the kids. Um, that was coming up into the program, and I knew his his love for the game, been around the game, knew he played. Um, so I knew we were going to be able to. We we should be pretty successful as long as we had everybody buy in. So my first thing as a coach was in starting this new program was I we we wanted to build a culture early, um, and that first year helped. We we built that culture of hard work um, and, and just discipline. And you know, being able to play together, our our motto since day one's been together. We say it after every practice, say it every breakdown. We'll always will say it. Um, but that that first year was tough. Um, but it also built what was happening the next four years. Um, it, you know, including this year. So the next year we go twenty something and two. Um, go. We win our sec. All of our conference tournaments. We win our area. Win our sectionals, and we go to state. Um, which at that point I don't think anybody had been around here had been Mm-mm. to actual state. So we go up and we're top four in the in the state of Tennessee, second year in. Um, so got upset in triple double overtime, not upset, but got beat in double overtime um, off a last second shot. It was brutal. We talk about it all the time. Wow. We talk about it every day. We talk about every practice. We, it comes up somehow. But uh, and then the next year we we had that first set of sixth graders that were, you know, the first sixth graders in the school. And we had we had those guys, which most of those guys were the kids he had. So, you know, we had that group groomed and ready to go. Um, and we went twenty something in two as well. Mm-hmm. Um, got upset actually in sectionals. Um, that was tough. So that was you know that 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 group that sixth grade group along with those first couple of groups really built the culture that we have now. Um, Winning culture, uh, work hard, um, no excuses, do it all together. There's no anybody, nobody on our teams have been individuals. We don't allow it. We won't allow it. Um, and then last year we end up going where we were supposed to be down, go 18 and five, win conference again. Um, 
didn't make it to sectionals, got beat in area, upset in area last year. Um, and then this year we were going to be down again and go uh, 19 and, what was it, 2? 4? 4. Yeah, 19 and yeah. 4. Um, and then the the 4 is the, we've been in two different conferences, but basically the same teams, different names. We, we've won the conference tournament and the regular season four years in a row. So um, not easy to do. No. Uh, because, you know, I mean, we're you, in middle school, you're usually eighth grade heavy. And then you just you just hope and pray that that next group has learned so much and that we've done our jobs as coaches that they're ready to go. And so far, that's that's been the case. Um, you know, we we like I said, it's a it's a process, but I think it's a process that so far has worked for us. And yeah, and I and, and the kids that are in that in the program now, the sixth graders now. I mean, they know from day one, this is how it's going to have to be if you want to be successful or if you want to see the floor or if you even want to dress varsity, whatever your goal is. Um, and, and I think that's we that we've really kind of done that um, together. We also have another coach that helps us uh, chase. It, it's, it'd be crazy not to mention him, who's a teacher at Burns. Um, he's helped us a lot. He's kind of in the building. so he, And he's uh, he's been a huge at, uh a huge thing for us to have he's younger mm-hmm. kids get him um yeah. he, he he loves them just like we do there's no and it's just crazy to have that third person it's and he's played college basketball a ton of experience um so he brings another another area of expertise and it's 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 been fun <laughs> the, the biggest thing about our program that's been there from day one is it's we're a family yep. um we 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 coach these kids hard but we love them even harder um and they know that and when they know that they're much more receptive to us coaching them as hard as we do i doubt very seriously that there's another program anywhere around here that demands as much as we do out of our kids but they love to give it to us because when they give it to us we give it right back we don't ever ask them to do anything that we're not willing to do when we're conditioning we're conditioning with them um we're 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 in the trenches with them but more than anything um we love them i mean if you'll if you you came to a bunch of our games but like behind our bench it's it's a bunch of our former players that are in the high school now that yeah. come back to watch us and yeah. I know his phone is the exact same as mine every day I'm getting calls and texts from former players just calling telling me about their practices or talking yep. to me about this or that and it's uh you know once you're done with us you're not really done right. and and our guys know that and the older guys the high school guys are accepting and loving of the young guys and it it's it's just a a, a real family atmosphere and i think that's a lot of the reason why we've had some of the successes that we've had is because everybody everybody gets along everybody plays for one another there's no selfishness um and i think that that that's huge because at the end of the day it's not about us it's 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 about the kids i don't even have kids i just coach because i love the game and i love being around these young men and being able to you know try to instill a little bit of the wisdom that i've picked up along the way you know and uh to me that's what this especially at this at this level what it should be all about absolutely i think i think we've done a pretty good job of that so far oh yeah absolutely um one of my favorite things about watching your y'all's team is um 
it doesn't feel like the boys make a ton of mistakes. So what I mean by that is, um, obviously they're they're well skilled, but I feel like their basketball IQ is high, and I feel like that's something that y'all probably gave them because like anybody can miss a shot. Right. Anybody can make a mistake like that. Anybody can accidentally throw a ball out of bounds. And I'm not saying they don't do that. Sure. But it just seems like they understand the situation that they're in more than the other teams. That's just my sort of what I saw. It's like whenever a certain situation pops up, it seems like they're prepared more than your average middle school team. Um, so maybe just kind of talk. How did you get them you know, so prepared? Is that something y'all practice? Because uh, it seems like they're just the basketball IQ is high and the situational awareness is, is there. And I was just kind of wondering how you got them there because I know that's hard to do. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of that has to do with we spend a lot of time before we get into actual practice talking about our personnel um because it's it's our job as coaches to put our kids in situations to be successful and every single year it's been a little bit different and we have tailored what we do to try to put our kids in a spot where they're going to succeed um from the stuff that we run offensively to yep. the defenses that we run to the out of bounds we we figure out okay where where's the basketball IQ at and what can we run to try to you know make it work um luckily though I'd say we we've probably been lucky when it comes to basketball IQ kids for the most part uh we we've had smart kids play yep. for us for yep. sure um but a lot of it just comes down to you know figuring out what we've got and then when we get to practice trying to tailor make you know everything that we do to fit we're not trying to you know fit a square peg in a round hole yeah we're, we're trying to you know put circles with circles and squares with squares if you will so yeah, and i think a lot of it a lot of it has to do with you know grooming them early too mm-hmm. um a lot of these teams a lot of these kids like this this past team um they've kind of been waiting their turn outside of you know, a couple, and they they're seeing these teams in front of them and learning daily, and and like you said, their IQ is high enough that they can just soak that in, and and, in, and our expectations haven't changed ever. So they know once they get up to that eighth grade level that the expectations are, are the same that they have been the two years before, um, which also helps as well. Plus, like you said, we I mean we're we're not stubborn. I mean we we're not going to run something that our team can't run and we've had teams that could run up and down and we're not running much i mean they're just so so athletic that you know we just got to get out and go i mean we're trying to shoot every three seconds and then like last year's team just the opposite i mean we had to slow down every single possession um and, and it's just it's i think it's a testament to our kids more really more than us honestly just to be able to you know come to work every day and I think a lot of it's just just the growth that you see once they get to that eighth grade, which where most of our teams have been eighth grade heavy. Yeah. Which is, it you know, and that's why we're successful because they've been doing it for three years. We practice hard too. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, between Caleb, myself, and Chase. There's not many, if any, basketball situations that we haven't seen. Yeah, 100%. Um, and our practices are They're tough. Tough. They're tough. We we go hard. They're intense, we, and we, we work on a lot of different stuff, a lot of situational basketball and things like that. It's, uh, it, it's not your typical middle school yeah. basketball practice. Yeah, agreed. For sure. Yeah. And, and like you said earlier, we, I mean, we, 
and we told these guys this last game, and we we know we're not easy to play for. Yeah. Um, meaning, our expect, ex, expectations of them are so high, and it's so in our practices, our just our program in general is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes a certain type of person, which I think we've done a good job of mm-hmm. finding those certain type of kids that can actually take, you know, that hard work. Um, and we've been lucky there, but it's, I mean, like you said, it's hard. I mean, we, we go yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, for sure. And if, I mean, this luckily, you know, if I don't have it one day. He's got it. If he don't have it one day, I've got it. So, mm-hmm. and, and we've been forced there too, that we've, we're usually there, you know, we're hands on all the time. Yeah. Um, um yeah. I, th- I definitely think whatever y'all are doing is working uh, because you've seen the success. But a lot of people don't realize, like, middle school sports is a different animal yeah. oh, than gosh, yeah. just about anything. Um, I was telling somebody not long ago, you know, I-, I coached soccer over here. I coached basketball for a long time, but I coached soccer a couple of years ago. And that was the first time I'd done middle school. I'd done yeah. high school basketball stuff. And um, it was just fascinating to me to see uh, the growth of a sixth grader to an eighth grader physically, mm-hmm. yep. but also skill-wise. And because they're taking such a big jump every year, your teams are never the same. Even if you got the same players, yep. your teams are always going to be different. So to see that success carry on from team to team is even more impressive to me because of the athlete, the type of athlete that you're dealing with. You're sure. dealing with a young guy who's just, you know, hitting puberty and all these things. Yeah. He's getting mm-hmm. big quick. Right. Um, but talk to me a little bit about this season sure. and, you know, your success this year. Who are some of the guys who really contributed? Uh, maybe some eighth graders who, unfortunately, are probably going to lose to yeah. the high school. Uh, talk to me specifically about this year and, you know, how uh, how that team worked out versus maybe last year or next year. And, and who are the big contributors? Yeah, so, I mean, we had, we're, like I said earlier, we're eighth grade heavy. So we had, uh, we started five eighth graders. Um, all season, I guess mm-hmm. we didn't have a, and we only had two lineups all season, which helps as well. Um, but we had uh, our main, we call him our guy was Alex Potter. Um, I think he ended up, I was doing the math Saturday morning when I was taking the jerseys back, um, right at 20 points a game, 430 something points this season, which wow. is extremely high. Probably the most we've seen, uh, since we opened the school yeah, in easily. one season. Um, what's great about him is extremely good teammate. Um, even better kid, uh, unreal athlete. Um, but he, he just kind of quietly did it. We, I would get home and look at the book and be like, man, Alex had 27. I'm like, what? How did he get 27? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just super smooth. Uh, but he was our guy. And, I mean, he's, I mean, everybody else knew that. He was the one we tried to get the ball to. Most of our sets were, were run for him. Um, but then we had, you know, obviously multiple key contributors. We had Barrett Rainey was our point guard all year long. Um, well, Swafford uh, was also a massive contributor because he was the kid we kind of looked to like, hey, we hey, Wells, we need to stop. Um, we need you to take a charge. Um, kind of did the kind of the dirty work of the yep. team, which you got to have one. And we've always had one or two that, and those are the type of kids that make us a winning program. The ones that'll go, hey, I need you to go take a charge. You might not score today, um, which he didn't care. Um, so, all massive contributor. We had. Um, um, Evan um, Pierce. Yep. yep, Evan Pierce, great outside shooter. He's one of the kids. That, him and Barrett were a couple of the kids that we kind of just saw grow over this past year. Didn't get much playing time before. Didn't even dress varsity. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think they did last year. But just like you said, that eighth grade year, they both grew. Their skills got big. They worked harder. 
um, and they were mass contributors. And another one of our main guys who was one of our main guys last year is Gideon Williams. Um, we run a, a defense a lot of teams don't, and he was the, the reason why because he was so good at, at the position um, at the top of the key there. So, um, And then we also had uh, a, an eighth grader, Kylan uh, Chavis, who did – not play. I think it's the first time he's ever played. Yeah, first talked time. him into it. Big kid, um, awesome kid, fun to be around, and helped us. Ended up, ended up being a contributor for us, um, not early on because we had to obviously get him ready. But um, he ended up being a, a pretty good kid to have off the bench and helped oh, yeah. us win. Obviously, helped us. He ended up starting some, mm-hmm. so he helped us win some games. Um, and then we we had um, a couple of young kids really young kids uh, we had a sixth grader uh ben pierce yeah who is going to be a he's going to be a, a he's going to be a problem yep um not problem for us but problem for other teams yep. in the near future and was some this year we yep. ended up, we started in one game um just had just had a just had a weird feeling that he was going to be able to help and he ended up knocking down four threes and probably the only reason we won that game so um and then we had Balen tidwell who's played for two years dressed varsity as a sixth grader which we don't do very often um he's seventh grader this year come off the bench to help um so we you know we've got a number of kids that you know that's seven eight kids we could go eight deep usually um but those are the main guys but there's obviously those guys that um either didn't dress varsity or just played jv or dress varsity and get, didn't much plenty of time that are obviously massive contributors for us because of how we have to practice um and, and we're fortunate that they understand that, and, and they give us their all, whether they're playing varsity minutes or not. So um, this is, it's been a fun team. Um, it's one we're going to miss a lot. It's For sure. Kids are – I mean, we miss them all, but these, this group is special. They're good kids. Yeah. Um, so we ended up going, like I said earlier, 18-5. and five. We went started this season 4-0, and um, had a two-game skid there where we kind of had to look in the mirror – and try to figure out, you know, we we might have to make some change, some spots, and, and we did, and, and then we won 15, 15 straight, I think, which yeah. I think surprised a lot of people, may have surprised us a little bit, um, but it's just a testament to a that eighth grade class, they they've seen it in the past, and they kind of took it on themselves, like hey, we're we're going to be one of those teams that people aren't like, oh, well, it burns it down this year, well they they kind of took it on their shoulders themselves, so um, fun year, going to miss those guys, like I mean, miss them right now, but. Um, looking forward to the future too. We got some young guys that are going to be able to step up soon. And like you said, you just—it's like you take an Alex Potter who was a point guard last year who came back four inches taller this year and now he's playing post. So yeah. you just don't know. You just—you you <laughs> don't ever know. And I think uh, you know there were a few games where you guys got up a big lead sure. this year. I mean, there—you know—obviously there were some close games that I went to, and then there was a few where you know you had that lead, and I noticed that you were putting in a lot of your young yeah. guys, and so they were getting that experience, and that's obviously got to help you going into next year. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's key, and, and we have been fortunate to be able to play young guys um, in some games, and in just, I mean, it's not even a matter of like, hey, I need you to go do this. It's just being on the floor in that type of atmosphere. Um, I mean, our JV program has been super successful too, so they're they're obviously getting huge minutes there. Um, but yeah, I mean, them them being on the floor uh, it definitely helps for the future. For sure. Yeah. I, I, I noticed Ben Pierce, you know, getting out there, and he's just a little fella. Yeah. But, man, does he play. Yep. And you can tell that he's been coached well, and he's got a high motor, and I, just, I can't wait to see where, he, you know, him and some of the other guys uh, end up doing in the future because um, they were a lot of fun to watch this year. Agreed. 
Agreed. Yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, all right, we're getting down to the end here. It's only a 30-minute show. Unfortunately, I could talk to you fellas about basketball forever. <laughs> For sure. Um, so, obviously, uh, you guys have had a lot of success in the past, and you're looking forward to next year. Um, you know, what... What does the future hold, though, as far as uh, would you maybe someday want to you know move up and do high school basketball, maybe college? Uh, you, you guys have done a really good job with this program, and, and I, I think you're a great coach, both of you. Thank, Thank you. And I think you guys have done such a fine job. You know, there's always that uh, sometimes that want or that need to you know move up. Is that something you'd be interested in? Yeah, I mean, I think it's always something that you. I mean, to say that I would say I'm just going to coach middle school the rest of my life or just want to coach middle school. I mean, if the opportunity came up, I would definitely be, you know, it's something that's all, it's also a family decision as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, the situation had to be right. And, you know, it would be something that we talk over with the fam and make sure it's something we could do. But, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, as a coach, as an athlete, as a, like in middle school playing, you want to make the high school team or you want to, then you want to, you got to, you got to go to go to college. Well, you know, coaching you, it would be fun to go up. And plus, you know, if you could potentially coach some of the kids that you've already coached before, mm-hmm. I mean, you got those, you know, those thoughts in your head, like, what could we do up there, you know, or what could we do anywhere? Um, so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's something that would be a fun, um, be, I mean, it'd be a cool, cool thing to to do for sure. Um, coaching in college, I don't know if that's possible. That's going to be tough. You know, not teaching or being around but yeah i mean the high school level would be fun if, if if college came up that'd be pretty cool too but um but we're you know i very fortunate to be at burns and you know the the administration's been amazing to work for um when when we came in when Corey hired us it was you know it's he just kind of let us let us have it um and they they trust us and we trust them and it, it's it's been it's been really fun um but yeah, I mean, you never know what's what's in the future. I think it would be something that'd be fun to do for sure. Well, I'm sure you guys keep up with the NFL like I do, like oh, just yeah. about everybody. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys have been paying too much attention to this like latest hiring cycle with coaches, um, but it really seems like you know the NFL is going young. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know maybe the days when you're seeing these 60 year old coaches, you know, um, I don't know if that's you know the wave of the future. Sometimes uh, you know lately it seems like you know young coaches are in demand, and I think that's for a lot of reasons. You know. But, um, yeah, I definitely would like to see you guys continue your careers over at Burns, maybe see what happens. I, I've really enjoyed watching y'all. Thank you. Uh, Thank especially you. this season. You know, I've all, I've been to a few Burns games over the years, but this year was the first year that I actually went to, you know, the majority of the games, you know, with having a kid in sixth grade who yeah. wants to go to the games. It gives you more of an incentive to go. And um, the more I watched your team, the more I enjoyed watching your team. Thank you. Um, and, and I've coached basketball before, and I love it. It's probably my favorite sport. It's definitely my favorite sport to watch. Yeah. Um, I think coaching it is just a whole different experience experience than any any other sport but no i've really enjoyed y'all's team and Thank really you. enjoyed watching y'all coach and just congratulations on all the success and Thank just you. appreciate y'all coming in tonight yeah. yep thanks well, for having us appreciate, appreciate the support it. absolutely yeah. absolutely we're going to take another short commercial break and we'll be right back here on the dixon sports report Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties.
All right, just a couple more things, and we'll close out the show here. I want to let you know about some upcoming games that I want you to go ahead and put in your calendar so you can make sure that you go support our young athletes. Uh, there's no uh, game tonight at Dixon County High School, but they will be back in action tomorrow night. Uh, that is uh, Friday, February the 9th at 6 p.m. North, uh, let's see, is that northeast or northwest? Northeast will be coming to town uh, Friday night, so you won't want to miss that. And then over at Creekwood, there is a game tonight. It looks like Creekwood will be taking on uh, Montgomery Central. And I think I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, but Creekwood had their homecoming on Tuesday night when they took on Stewart County. They also had a great um, homecoming, basketball homecoming celebration. I had the chance to go by and check that out. It was it was amazing. They had uh, uh, student representatives that were all dressed up. It was really nice. And so both high schools this past week uh, getting to do the basketball homecoming, and, and that was really, really a lot of fun. You do have a few more chances to, to catch... Creekwood in action, but only a few more, and one of those is tonight, so I hope that you get a chance to go out and support these young men and these young women as they continue their basketball season. All right, one last thing that I need to let you know about here. Uh, We've got the Cougar Baseball Annual Leadoff Banquet Spaghetti Supper and Silent Auction. It'll be taking place February the 10th. Um, It'll be this Saturday at 5 o'clock. We do have a guest speaker, uh, Darren Schoenrock. $15 per person, and this really is a big help uh, to the young men playing baseball. They really uh, appreciate your support. If you have the chance to come out on Saturday, you'll get to hear a great guest speaker. you get to uh, have a great meal, and you'll get to leave knowing that you've supported some young athletes uh, who, you know, really need that help. And uh, I've got some word here that I just received that Eli Potter, who is, you know, the MVP of the Cougars baseball team last year. Great player. I've, I've really enjoyed watching him the past few years. Um, he's signing to play college ball with Christian Brothers uh, University in Memphis. And uh, looks like he's going to be doing the um, the signing there at the spaghetti dinner. So not only will you get to hear a great speaker, get some good food, but you'll also get to watch a young man um Sign his uh, letter of intent to go play college baseball. And how cool is that? So congratulations to Eli Potter. And I hope that you get a chance to go out and support the Cougars baseball program this Saturday for their annual um, annual leadoff banquet. How cool is that? All right. Well, that'll do it for us today. Appreciate you guys watching the show. We'll be back next week with another guest uh, to keep you updated on sports right here in Dixon County. This has been the Dixon Sports Report. We'll see you next week.